Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Simplify Podcast. My name is Scott Hilsey. Now, this podcast is brought to you by myself. If you would like a free trial of Shopify, as well as a free Shopify course in which I will teach you how to build, launch, and advertise your very own e-commerce store completely for free, I literally have nothing to sell you, and that course used to be $500, and now I'm just giving it away. So go to SimplifyDropshipping.com to claim those offers and support this podcast by supporting yourself and starting your very first e-commerce store today. Now, on to the podcast. Dan De Silva in the house. We made it. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to catch up on. You've been doing so much. You said there's no, there's no limits to this podcast and what you're, well, well, there's one thing that we <laughs> want to talk about, but besides that, there's nothing else that, that you don't want to talk about. I think one of the things that I've wanted to ask you since I picked you up at the airport just a few minutes ago is uh, why did Kanye West post it? text message why are you texting <laughs> Kanye West and why did he screenshot that and post on his story um I guess there's two things we can't <laughs> talk about uh, uh yeah let's uh let's skip okay skip that one uh yeah okay I was just wondering because you posted it on your story too yeah um that, but you just can't give the details about what's going on Kanye's going it. crazy Kanye's <clears throat> Kanye yeah so well, you're going crazy too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm blonde right now. Yeah. That, that should tell that should tell you everything. In a voice memo you sent me a while ago, you're like, it's a never a good sign when, when someone a, goes blonde. It's never, it's like a midlife crisis, but I'm too young to be having a midlife crisis. Now, how old are you? 26. I don't yeah. know why I have to think about that. You're younger than me. I just turned 27. Really? Yeah. When's your birthday? September 21st. I'm December 5th. Yeah. So you're older than me. I would not have thought that. I thought you were like one year older than me. No, I, no, I'm definitely not 27. No, I'm 26. I was you, on 1995. I was in 1995. 95 babies. That's crazy. Right, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, you are older. Well, I mean, there, I, mean, I bet there's some people who's watching this who don't know you, but I'll bet most people do. But you were the guy who basically brought the information of dropshipping onto YouTube. Yeah, like, you're. I, I was in. I was about to go bus at a restaurant around here and i looked up i found out about drop shipping through ty lopez and i youtube what is drop shipping he had like a guide on how to build a drop shipping store and that video is like one of your biggest videos i think you removed it now though right yeah i removed like pretty much everything yeah what so. what, what made you like remove everything um i realized that uh i uh, first off so there were so many people that came onto this to the scene and um you know there's there's nothing wrong remember rory and and whatnot uh Rory, was it Rory, Rory Kramer? Ganon, Rory Ganon. No, Ganon that's one guy I never saw. So he was, he blew up like crazy. Um, and he just kind of disappeared too. There's so many people that, uh, that just started off in the dropshipping you know, scene, teaching people, blew up and just kind of faded away. But I also noticed a, a trend where so many people started creating like content and whatnot, where it essentially drowned me out. And then I realized something, creator burnout, like as a creator Definitely as well, it, it hits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, the the content started getting washed down, like mine, like started getting pushed down. Where I was like, okay, I'm like other people are taking the torch. Now it's time for me to just do something else. Right. And then went to you know a different form of of drop shipping, like MRR and all that. But you know the courses, like selling courses, ran its course. Um, no pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and you know I just went quiet because I wanted to. I realized that. I wasn't necessarily a creator anymore. I wanted to do something bigger. Yeah. Um, I wanted to learn because it, it's a means to an end, drop shipping. It's good money. And meanwhile, uh, I got started drop shipping. Like I sold mugs. It was like an infringed product. I didn't know about like infringing and whatnot when I first got started. But um, 
the reason why I even went to YouTube was because that was how I taught myself. So in the very beginning, was I would learn the information, keep recording these videos over and over and over again until I retained the info where I was confident enough to put it out there. So like like the diagram with uh, my friend Dan Buchan at the time, mm-hmm. he uh, I was like, okay, like learning everything as I went, but I also regurgitated it out. Yeah. Because here's the thing is that, uh, you know, at this point I knew more than the average person to be able to regurgitate it out, but I wouldn't put something out unless I was doing it and confident enough and like, you know, very simple stuff. Um, and then later on came like the ads tutorials and all that once I started getting going, but I was under, there was under 1.2 million advertisers on Facebook when I got started. Um, Damn, what year was that? Uh, 20, 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, def- it was one of those because uh, I should I should have graduated 2014, but I dropped out. Dropped out of high school. Yeah. Damn. Get out of here. No way. <laughs> yeah. Well, what made you drop out of high school? They wanted me to. They wanted me to be a super senior because I wouldn't show up. I sold. I sold a lot of drugs. Ah. Okay. So, okay. I, Early entrepreneurship. Absolutely. And I, you know, um, I was great, great friends with my principal, Miss Brooks. She's an amazing human. She always, you know, vouched for me. Like went up to bat for me. But she wasn't stupid. Did she ever buy drugs from you? Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait, 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 pause. (laughs) I I don't sell drugs. So, um, uh, yeah. So she never did. But, you know, I lived with my best friend at the time. I was emancipated, essentially. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How old were you when that happened? uh, 17, 16 or 17. Was it just because of the drug dealing and all that? No, it was because... um, I left home. So God, here's the backstory. Ready for this? Yeah. So my, uh, my stepdad, as I know, is like my dad. I mean, he's my father that I know from birth. Uh, I never met my real dad, but over the years, um, I, uh, I kind of was always with my family, like my mom's side Mm. in regards to celebrating everything like Christmas, my birthday, Easter, always, always. But my, my dad, uh, his religion, he was a Jehovah's witness is a Jehovah's witness. So over the years, uh, my mom, you know, went ahead and started to get converted to that side. So like the age of 13, 14, maybe, um, like around that time, uh, it was just kind of like cold turkey cut off from my family because the belief system didn't believe in birthdays or anything. So I went from every holiday, birthday, every celebrate, like. Don't believe in anything? Do nothing. Don't have one celebration of anything? Uh, no Jehovah uh, Day. No, it's it's a uh, <laughs> no Jehovah Day. Um, it's uh, it, it's called the memorial, it, like the celebration of uh, of of like God and, and it's his passing, you know, mm. uh, or excuse me, Jesus and his passing. Um, so again, it was just it was a very hard time period. This was also me leaving middle school into high school. I had no friends, like literally had no had no friends whatsoever. I would always be the kid eating like alone, um, you know, by like the doors. But uh, were you one of the kids that sprinted to lunch too? Like, nah. nah okay, good. Nah, nah, okay, so you were not lost was, like, running. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't get out of hand. All right. Um, so, so, uh, you know, me not having any friends and then getting cut off for, from like family events and all that when my best friend was essentially my cousin, Chris, um, shout out Chris, you know, yeah, shout out Chris. Uh, you know, it, it was, it was so hard. And then I was like, okay, uh, I knew my stepdad 
when he was younger, he, uh, he, you know, kind of dabbled with anabolics, right? What's so that? anabolic steroids. Oh, nice. So, oh, nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, screw it. I want to dabble with some anabolic steroids at like 14, 15 years old. Damn. And I ran a cycle at 14, 15 years old. How, how, um, did, how did that make you feel like in general? Like a, like a God amongst men, bro. Did you get super jacked? So yes, very. I mean, it, like, it does my body harm now. I could, I could tell you that. Right. Um, is, oh boy. Yeah, I'm that's balding, so young. Bro. That's like, so, you're not balding. It's, I'm re- it's receding. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's not a balding though. So it's part of balding. It's all right. Yeah. No, it's just a quick trip to that, Turkey. But that's like saying you're you know? dying when you're wrinkling, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So here's the thing. I've ran three cycles in my life. And the reason why I did that was because me and my dad's hostility towards each other was always very aggressive. Um, so I was like, like, oh, I want to like, let's go toe to toe. That makes sense. So, um, it came to a point where we would go toe to toe and like actual fights and stuff. So, so yeah, this, this, uh, this one, this one point we were going to go at it in the living room and then, uh, do you remember like what was happening? Um, it, it was an argument over something, but my testosterone was flaring, was, was crazy, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I remember the cops getting called and, <laughs> and this is, this is, this is where everything, like my entire life changed was, uh, I just remember picking up the cop and slamming him on the dining room the table, cop. the cop. Damn. So I had two options. Was my parents had two options. Female? It was a male. Okay. So I had two options. Um, and, and again, I don't, I don't condone my actions. I, I was very wrong. Like that's, that's something that, you know, I've came to terms with. Um, and so I had two options, juvenile detention center or be admitted to a, a, a psychiatric ward. So Bergen regional in, uh, I think uh, Paramus or somewhere like that in Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Cause so, you grew up in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I was state admitted essentially into the psych ward, but here's the thing. Um, I laugh at it now, but I, it's, it's, I'm very sympathetic about it. Cause I, I can see, uh, how bad kids have it. I was put into this room when you get there, like there's like a cot, right. And I had a roommate, his name was Sebastian. Um, and this kid was probably like 13 maybe. Um, and man, he, this is the first time I ever heard of this character, slender man. And he oh. would just talk about slender. Like it was, dude, think about this. I was so angry. And now I'm being forced into this insanity ward mm-hmm. and I get put with this kid who's <laughs> talking about slender man. And also like he keeps going and this is probably like two in the morning at this point, And he's talking about shooting up schools. And I'm just like, I literally said, I was like, bro, am I out to curse? Yeah. I was like, fucking course. I, I literally said, uh, bro, shut the fuck up. And then he kept going. Like he got louder. I was like, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to get up and hurt you. Kept going. I got up and I literally, again, <laughs> I'm, Angry testosterone. I get up. I literally went like this and just slammed him on slam. his top. Holy shit! Um, and I got put in in uh, the quiet room. It was just a padded room. Yeah, yeah. For um, how long? Twenty four hours. So it was no just light, me and my thoughts. Right. All there, dark. No, it's uh, there's lights. It's oh. just a big padded room. Gotcha. Um, and it's just me with you know kind of my thoughts. But here's the other thing. Ironically, I grew up. Um, I wasn't allowed to have things. I don't know why. I never had like I had a bed and books and and that's it yeah like my parents never let me have anything what kind of clothes did you have uh i don't know kmart's uh, kmart stuff i guess You're just blanks and like, stuff yeah it was hand-me-downs for my cousin chris nice um 
Shout but out uh, I never really yeah, shout out to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but I never I never cared like about like clothes like that growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at this point, I'm just so angry. They keep me there for seven days, and I'm like, all right, seven days. I know I'm supposed to leave. Doc's like, no, you got two more days. I'm like, so I obviously don't have access to testosterone. And so my body's shutting down naturally because I don't oh, have right. a PCT. Right. Um, my body's literally like I'm sleeping all day now. My body's like, like no. And then we add on the, the depression. And now they're just stacking meds on me and diagnosing me. Do you remember what with, kind of meds? What the fuck? Um, no. Just, just <laughs> anything they could find at whatever, this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, Was it one of those things where they like watched, made sure that yes, you took it down? Yes, yep. And, and then like, they check your mouth, like move your tongue yeah, up and like, down. Have you ever yeah. seen Went Through Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest? Uh, no. No? What's that? What's oh, that? That's basically about a psych ward. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I ended up getting out, uh, and then I just straight up went home, packed my shit, and left. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm fucking out. I'm done. I went to go live with my best friend. Um you know, David and his parents, God bless his parents and whatnot, man. They are, they're like guardian angels, if you will. Yeah. I went there. I had nowhere else to go. I was like, yeah, it, it's bad at home. I slept on his floor, um, for like three months in the entire summer. Parents never really even knew where I was. Um, it was just in the town next over. And how old are you right now? 16. Damn. So, um, living with, uh, living with him and then he had a spare bedroom and his mom was just like, it's school season. You can live here. Like, Go for it. So uh, now my birthday comes around, um, 16 or 17 years old, so, some point like this. Uh, and so I go to school. Like, go, This is when school gets back in, right? Uh, summer's over. So school's back in, and I get a uh, like a page, like, Dan Silva, come to the main office. I'm like, oh, what the fuck did I do now? Um, so I go down, and my, my principal just say, Dan, I have bad news for you. I was like, what is it? It's like, what I do? She's like, you can't be here. I'm like, fuck you mean I can't be here. I'm like, I'm, I'm in school. You guys don't want me here. <laughs> like, right. um, she was like, no, your, your, your dad came and signed you out of school, like dropped you out. I was like, what the fuck you mean? He's like, yeah, because you're a minor. He's allowed to do that. Saying you don't have a residence. So you wow. have been home. I was like, oh, I said, all right. So I went back to my best friend's parents' house and his mom was home at the time. She was not having it. She went right down to the court, um, Hackensack Municipal Court. And the judge saw her right away. The judge straight up signed over custody, uh, partial custody to her to get me back into school so she could sign me back into school. So, um, you know, at this point, I'm like 17. Now I have all my freedoms. Now I'm like, all right. The the, The script changed fucking completely. I ended up like being that kid everybody was wanted to be friends with. Mm-hmm. I had this vengeance because I could do whatever the fuck I wanted now. I went from like not being able to do anything to everybody wanting to be friends. Yeah. I had like a friend group now. Um, man, there's some real fuck shit that I did that I that I could regret. Like uh, what? I do regret. Um, you know, like there, there was, there, <laughs> there was just some What's kids. What's the worst one? There was just some kids that like, you know, were, and this is so un, unjustifiable. Um, it's not as bad as, as, as it may seem, but there was, and I guess maybe now I'm just justifying it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, there, you know, there were, there were some kids that I was, uh, acquainted with like the smaller classroom kids, um, if you will, for lack of a better term. Um, and they were cool. They were just hardcore stoners, like super stoners. Um, and I convinced them to just let me throw ragers at their house. 
Um, <laughs> and, and they were just like, all right, yeah. I'm like, all right. So like I said, you know, Scott, like when I say at this point, I was also, you know, kind of like moving weight around and whatnot. Um, so I knew people from different towns. Like when you say weight, you mean just weed, right? Yeah, just weed, okay, only okay. weed. Um, and I knew people from different towns. And like this, this one girl I still fuck with, like Gabby, she's on like this show, Love Island. Um, <laughs> but like I keep in touch with like some of them. Uh, really cool. Uh, half of them hate me, but uh, different story. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just would tell everybody or in every town, like, yo, come through to the park. There, there'd be one time and the kid's house was right next to the cop station. Um, but it was so like, it was one of those things where I, I assume now I, cops would be like, no, I can't be. They would never do that. Like, r- dude, when I say it's right next to the cop station, it's right next to the cop station. Like, they're the cop station, his house. Mm. Um, and I'd probably pack out with like two, 300 kids. Be like, yo, like, come. Um, it got busted the first time. And the reason why I say it the first time, because we ran it back a second time, like a few weeks later. Where are and this kid's parents at? His mom, uh, so I don't know about his dad, but his mom is like a traveling nurse or like a doctor or oh, whatever, okay. she, whatever she was or is. Um, so she was rarely home, but these kids would just kind of stay home and uh, just smoke all day. And meanwhile, my number one thing in in uh, high school, I'd never smoke, I'd never drink, period. I didn't drink until I was like 20, uh, 20 or 21. Damn. Ever. Because... I wanted to be as low profile as possible because of how much I was moving at right. the time, allegedly right. um, moving at the time. Um, and so, you know, it just, when I say it became a whole different, the, the you know, the kids that would outcast me, like the kids who play football, thought they were all that. When they came up, you know, can we come? I look at them and be like, like, oh, now you want to be friends? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So I had, you know, my main core group that was uh, a grade younger than me because my grade didn't accept me, they never did. Um, so I hung out with just a very select few kids. Like they weren't popular, but they weren't like, uh, shunned out. Like they, they, in that middle, if you will, like everybody liked them, but they weren't like, you know, doing crazy sports and all that. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of where I just went crazy. Uh, and I just, man, God, dude, I, I ran a lot of stuff and ran through, my God, it sounds terrible, ran through, uh. I do a lot of parties and all that. 18 years old comes around. Um, dude, few days, few days after I turned 18, I get a knock on the door. I'm still at my best friend's at the time, uh, Pagan's house. I get a knock on the door. I'm like, yo, I don't want to hang out right now. The knock gets louder. I'm like, bro, I don't want to hang out. I, oh, by the way, this is, uh, I'm running another cycle. I'm, yeah, I'm running another oh. cycle, and I'm keeping, uh, I'm keeping ba- the needles and everything in this room. Bad timing for this to so, happen. So, keeping the needles in it. Bro, crazy. <laughs> so, I'm, I keep, uh, or maybe I'm just coming off, the, no, I'm just coming off the cycle, and I'm on PCT. So, like, uh, you know, after the cycle, you take stuff to make sure you're, uh, you know, you're nuts. Like pills and like stuff? Gone. So, yeah. yeah okay. Like pills. So, there wasn't anything injecting. Um, so, uh, the knock gets louder. And I'm just like, I said, bro, what did I say? And then, doom, 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 doom. So I go and open the door, bro. I've never seen more like cops and dogs <laughs> and like a badge in front of my face. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I knew um, it. And so, you know, they, they were taking pictures. You know, I got robbed one time the entire years that I was selling, right? I got robbed one time and they have photos of me getting robbed. I'm like, yo, thanks guys. Like, thanks for helping me. Wow. So, um, yeah, they, well, they would stake like across the street and they'd take pictures and whatnot, but they waited a few days till I was uh after 18, so they could charge me as an adult. Wow. So, like, literally, Scott, a few days after. So this is in December? So December, yep. Um, and so, 
And so, yeah, so I confessed immediately because the judge signed off. Uh, I don't know the exact term where the house can be seized, like the deed can be seized, you know, because it was like a drug, like a trap house, essentially. So the moment I heard that, I was like, they had nothing to do with it. They knew nothing, which they didn't. Um, and I was like, it's all me, even, even you know, Pagan. I was like, he knows nothing. Um, I was like, because it's not, it's not their fault that I made these decisions. Right. So I was like, it's all me, like whatever. Um, and at this point, I'm sitting in the local jail before I get transferred over to like a, uh, like a, um, uh, county, right? Or whatever it was at the time, probably county. Um, and so, but before I go, the ironic thing is, this is when I started to learn about everything. Meaning I started to be interested in self-development, like Think and Grow Rich. The yeah, new Tony man. Robbins book just came out and I ordered it. I started reading it. Um, and this is, I had my uh, vision board, and the cops also took that into account. They were like, huh, they're like, uh, interesting. So it was like- Like in a good or a bad way? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, like I, I, I don't know till this day. Um, but I was sitting, you know, in, in the jail waiting to be transferred and the, the, the bailiff, I guess, came and opened it and he said, and meanwhile, this is December. Um, bro, it's fucking freezing in Jersey. Um, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. And uh, I'm like, well, this fucking sucks. And I have no one. Um, so the, the the door opens, the cell opens. He's like, I have a message for us. I said, what's the message? He's like, your father said you can come home. I was like, huh? I was like, what? And uh, so my dad posted my bail. And I walked home. It was like the longest 45 minutes ever. I was cold Oh, they didn't shit. come and get you? No. Oh, <laughs> I walked right in. But at the time, my, my girlfriend, her mom, uh, my grandma, my parents were sitting at the table. Everyone was crying. I was just like... Hey, Damn. I'm back. Um, so I had nowhere to go. I moved into my parents' basement and, and you know, all those videos that everybody sees now. That's why the videos were started in like December, January, because I just got right into it. I had no time to waste. I was like, fuck it. I have no GED. I have no diploma. I have these two pending charges of possession and distribution. Um, I have no money to fight the case. So my dad cleared his savings for me. And But here, like, this is, this is like the, the, the weirdest part of the story is, when I left, um, my, my dad, who I knew, the aggression in all this, I, I met somebody completely different when I came back. We didn't talk for years. It was compassionate, loving, understanding, whatever I needed. I, like, it was like he went through this change. wonder why. Um, a lot to do with religion. So, you know, I, I, like till this day, he's so calm and whatnot but uh yeah he he like cleared his savings to help me get a get a really good lawyer really good lawyer you beat it yeah oh we beat it all right where you did now did you start drop shipping while you're trying court, to beat yep, it yep so was that money going towards these court fees uh yeah so it was to go and repay my dad yeah damn that's nuts so but but you know the thing is uh is i mean I needed money to start. So I went to my grandma and asked for, you know, like a few hundred bucks. And so she was like, in Portuguese, she was like, Danielle, you know, don't go selling drugs again, basically. I'm not, I'm not, don't worry. I'm not, I'm not dumb. But um, the first month I hit it, like I won. Um, it was very simple. Throw up a, uh, throw up a Shopify store, yeah. put a product on because there was nobody fucking there. Yeah. I just ran this ugly ass ad for a, a Canon the, mug. Was, um, the Canon mug? The, the Wolf mug? No, no. You know the Canon, the lens, the, the lens oh, mug? Oh, yeah. I like, tried that product. First one I ever ran, bro. Wow. 
Wow. Um, allegedly, I made a lot of money off of that, you know, because the whole infringed And thing, this is 2016? So. Uh, 2015, 16, yeah. Oh, that's so there. funny. Yeah, because I, I bought that product in like 2015, 2016. Got him. From Amazon, from Amazon. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was, took me like three weeks and instant. But then again, there was nobody on, the CPMs were like nothing. They were like less than a dollar. Yeah. And, um, and everybody was using Instagram. Everybody was on Facebook. It was like the boom. So it was it was perfect timing. Everything was just perfectly timed. Um, but then I got even bigger, even faster, which helped my which helped my case because I never even had to show up to court. Um, at the end of it all, essentially, it was pushed off for so long. I was traveling, doing a you know like masterminds as I go to masterminds. And at this point, now now we're getting close to my nineteenth birthday. But at nineteen, I already. Uh, I already made a million dollars. Yeah. So it was presented to the judge through my lawyers. And they're just like, all right, he's doing great now. That's it. Wow. He's got a new life. So um, it was just all. So they dropped all the charges? Uh, Do you have any the, on your record? No, I, I don't know because I look it up all the time. Like try to find it. No, I know it was downgraded. One was dropped, but uh, one was should have been downgraded to a misdemeanor. Yeah. But I also did get it expunged. Yeah. So because it's been that long. Um, the only the only thing that's possibly on my record that I can't get expunged yet was uh, this massive fight I got into in uh, in uh, Hoboken because somebody was talking some some real they were running their mouth and and this is my third cycle so I remember I said three oh, cycles God, the dance cycles so, always so, something oh, dude always always uh, but that's it that's that's the last time uh, the fourth cycle I'll let you know what happens um, wow. <laughs> so, um, but yeah I mean it was it was like a blessing and. I can't, you know, thank thank my parents, you know, enough. That's, that's Do you know it. where your like biological dad is? No, but I beat his ass if I if I. Do you know him. anything about him? He's in London somewhere. He's in London somewhere. Yeah. Is that where he met your mom? No, they met in Portugal. And then he left for London. Was he from yeah, London? Yeah, but he he knocked up my mom and then uh, and then just dipped? dipped. Was he like a no, military no. guy? No, he was just a pussy. Wow. Yeah. So you never like had a desire to like look him up because I obviously you, obviously you could find him if you wanted to. Oh yeah, he's lucky I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he might he like, might be watching this. Yeah, I hope he I hope he is. Let him know. Yeah, because I'm surprised like he because I'm sure he's probably heard about what you've been doing since then. I have half brother and half sister. Oh, do you talk to them? No, I just heard like my mom told me one day. I was like, oh cool. Yeah. So he definitely knows. I bet I bet I bet he'll try to reach out to you one day. But <laughs> better not. <laughs> you better not. You better not. So yeah, I mean, that's the craziest fucking story I've ever heard of someone getting into drop shipping. And yeah. it seemed like all the stars were aligning because social media was going up, but the awareness to social media marketing hadn't been there, and the awareness of drop shipping was almost non-existent because Shopify had been invented like four years before that, I believe. Yeah, I th yeah, I think so. It was it was it was brand new. Yeah. Um, because all there was was WooCommerce at the time. Because I remember I learned about this because I ventured into the Warrior form. And if anybody goes like and searches Dandis of a fifteen year old, I am Warrior form. You'll see it. I was fifteen years old on the Warrior form asking questions. This is before the drugs and everything. Mm -hmm. This is like you, you know before the high school stuff. I was already intrigued at fifteen. Yeah. Um, but I went back to the Warrior form years later because I was like, oh, I know there was interesting information. And I went to the uh, e-commerce and whatnot uh, section of the form. So when digital point forms was a thing, warrior form was a thing. And uh, somebody just mentioned Shopify. Like I, I still don't know the post till this day. Somebody just mentioned it about this idea, this business idea. Mm. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, it, it works. It's great. So I, fuck it. W what did I have to lose? Right. I, like I lost everything already. I 
started with nothing. Yeah. I had nothing. So I was like, mm -hmm. fuck it, let's give it a try. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, the, the first one, you know, one for one, 100%. Yeah. So. One time I was 18, I got arrested and I represented myself and I didn't have to speak a word to the prosecutor. He dropped the charges the second I walked in. No way. I didn't have to speak a word. It's, it's all like that lawyer stuff is such a scam. Like you lawyers, they'll, like literally what I learned is they'll take thousands of dollars just to go shake hands with the prosecutor. And then he'll be like, okay, now you pay the fine. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah. that's what a lot of these lawyers do. And, and it's like, you know, depending on, depending on the case, it's about who, you know, Yeah. and, and a lot to do with my case was who the attorney was um your attorney oh yeah uh and the judge uh but again i won't i won't speak too much on it right know? um but uh it, it's always political who yeah. you know yeah you know family ties type of thing you know so i guess uh yeah people can speculate yeah it's it's uh like tate says like if you think the wife of a senator gets pulled over for a dui she's actually getting a dui He's like, I live in Romania because so I can be a part of the corruption. I'm, I don't want to not be, if there's corruption, I want to be a part of it. Bro, especially, facts, count so, me in. Yeah, if you have the money, it's just like in almost every country, you can be a part of the corruption, so to speak. There's always corruption everywhere. Mm -hmm. Every business, every faucet. It's just, again, can you weasel your way in without being caught as the weasel? Yeah. And then once you're there, it's very, very hard to get knocked off because right. you work your you way know. up. Well, and so and fast. now you're a part of the system. Like it's kind of like blackmail at that point. Like Correct. that's what the elite they say they do with the whole like child stuff and you, like you know about Putin, right? Uh -uh. How I, he, I know him, but how he worked into it. Uh uh. Bro, he he pretty much uh, like killed all his rivals. Oh, excuse me, he um played sides with the oligarchs. Mm. essentially manipulating them to get to where he wanted and knocked off his competitors, so yeah. to say. Um, and now we have Putin where he is, and he basically said, fuck all the oligarchs. Yeah. I heard even Zelensky did something <coughs> similar. Did, did, wasn't he a pretty sketchy guy before the war? I just know he was an actor. I heard that when he won the war, he jailed all of his opponents. Really? Like he just threw him in jail. I could be wrong. It's a cold world. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either, especially in that whole area, you know? Like you said, there's corruption everywhere. To pretend there's not. You know, the only place there's not yeah. corruption is Antarctica. But that no could that there. could be the most corruption of the of them all. <laughs> That's what I'm I'm really trying to go to Antarctica, see what the fuck's going on there. So when it comes to to that, it's just like, obviously, then that's when you started making the YouTube videos. That's when you launched the course and everything. And then you said once the course ran its course, you kind of stepped away from YouTube. Yeah. So what happened once you stopped YouTube? Um, <clears throat> once I stopped YouTube, uh, I, I, I kind of just like, well, here's the thing. I, I actually made more in affiliate than, than selling courses. And, and revenue-wise, e-commerce did very well. Profit-wise, courses did very well. Overall, like affiliate, affiliate like over time overall, yeah. uh, that was uh, amazing. Because mm -hmm. um, no overhead, other people had to deal with the yeah, customers. Deal with and the problems. Like, exactly. Affiliate marketing's badass. So if you know what you're doing, yeah. bro, you could scale to- If you got the right deals and everything. Have, if, you're in, if you're in with the in, like yeah. one of my really good friends, Carter, uh, he did like, Back in December, I think uh, about a year ago, two years ago, he was ClickBank's number one affiliate. Um, and in one month, he spent like nine million. And this was in December only, nine million, and he made like fifteen mil net. Um, what and the that fuck was just is one this guy offer. spending nine million dollars on? Uh, it was a weight loss VSL. It was oh, it was Facebook ads. And oh, okay, I thought you meant he was just like splurging. Oh no no no, like, he, he spent nine million on, on <laughs> Facebook ads. But the agency accounts are great. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, but again, the so, affiliate space 
that's where big money is. Yeah. Like big money. And, and the lowest cost to start and all that. Such a low barrier. But nobody thing, realizes that. Yeah, exactly. It's not really talked about too much for no. sure. Everyone's but, thinking. But those know, right, Scott? Those exactly. know the affiliates that oh, make, yeah. uh, make yeah, the big 100%. bucks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's so you started doing ClickBank stuff. I know we did, um, what was it? The Ecom Summit. We did yep. the Ecom Summit. through ClickBank. I wish um, you met the guy who uh, owned that $20 million fucking penthouse we rented. I, I just followed him on Instagram the other day. Justin <laughs> really? Edson. Yeah, he's like a- <laughs> Isn't he a politician? Yeah, he's for he's like the set, he, what's the re, what's what's the call when you represent your country but in America? Uh, a diplomat? Diplomat. He's the diplomat of Sicilies. Sh- what the Sic- fuck is a Sicily? Not Sicily. Sicily? Sicily's Italy. Seashells or something like that. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, S-E-Y-C-E. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Wow. He's hilarious. He's, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to get <laughs> hey, him on here. you know what? I'd love that connect. I'm telling you, get a passport if you can. No, yeah, I'm going to get 10, you know? Yeah. But, uh, oh, this, I don't think I told you this story. Did I tell you in New York how he used to dropship in 1999? You did tell me this. Yeah, you we, did tell me He this. made a million dollars a week when he was 19, yeah, just dropshipping cigarettes, and then the, yes, yes, you the told UK, me this. like, CIA basically threatened to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me this, yep, when we were in New York, because you looked them up. Yeah, you he's, up and you, like you said, like, Facebook, that's when Facebook ads were not, like, you could just easily launch a Facebook ad or whatever. When he was doing it, you could just go to forums and spam it <laughs> yeah. and he could that's how he made all of his money just like spamming craigslist ads and stuff yeah he's like, like get your get your cheap cigarettes here at cheapcigarettes.com. And, and this brings up an interesting point is and i guess we'll uh we'll, we'll transition into this is that a lot of people don't understand um a lot of money is made in a in the black area and if you want to make a lot of money what what do you 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 might want to rephrase that question. And stop. I, I know what you're saying. You mean like stop, black, black stop. hat? Like, like black, black hat, hat. Okay. yes. Okay. Like that, that's just going to get clipped everywhere and be like, oh, he's a racist. <laughs> um, the way you started cracking up, I was like, fuck. Uh, in, in like operating in a gray area. Yeah. A well, black hat area. Well, that's what my mentor said. He goes like, if you look at it, most people are uber successfully. It's gray hat. Not not everyone's black hat, not everyone's white hat, but the people who are like... Well, you have to define what black hat is, no? Black hat is like strictly illegal uh, operations. Depends where you are. Well, that's true. Yeah, strictly illegal. But gray hat is when it's... Like, Teetering on the line. Yeah, in the gray area where it's like there's no defined law that's against this, but it's uh, it, you're kind of taking advantage of something that is... A loophole. Oh, yeah, loophole, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So well, they, that's the whole reason why you have shell companies. Well, right. Well, we have shells. Exactly. Because, uh, again, a shell company, you operate out of a different country, right? Mm-hmm. Where the rules and regulations are a little not the same yeah. as where, you know, because essentially shell companies are just a way to get money in. That's it. Yeah. Because that's all a shell is really supposed to do. Because mm-hmm. who the hell needs a shell company for anything else? Yeah. What are you trying to maneuver? Um, so, and then you pass it through, but again, it can obtain the money because of the certain fact that how it's being obtained isn't kosher right. and it would never fly in a tier one country yeah. like America, New Zealand, Canada. They'd never, ever approve of the way that's moved. So. And, the, and there's a lot of, uh, tax benefits to the shell company too, right? Cause most of the shell companies are in like tax efficient places right um the yes i mean yes depending on how you set it up they a shell company can move the money freely but you get double taxed like if you have a shell company in let's just say cyprus you still have i think it's a 1.25 percent tax but you can move it elsewhere offshore like caymans for example mm-hmm. but 
Um, again, Caymans doesn't really have a tax there, so that's uh, that's that's kind of off the um, off the table. But when if you, you were moving to into like somewhere like Curacao, theoretically, yeah. um, <laughs> the tax there would be less than two point seven five or four point seven five, something like that. Um, you get the double tax, but it's nowhere near. Even if you went to uh, even if you went to uh, what is it, um, Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico is still like what six percent or so. Four, I think. So depending where you live. Oh. So um, yeah, might yeah might be more after that flooding. Might be more after Logan Paul like fucking in, right. in the Bad Bunny situation. Yeah. Wait, what's um, that? Bad Bunny basically said, "Fuck you, Logan Paul." Like you're just taking advantage of here because you know after the whole flooding and whatnot happened when um, Puerto Rico was just like under underwater basically. Mm. Logan didn't even say shit. Meanwhile, he's oh. the one reaping all the rewards. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's fucked. Is Bad Bunny from Puerto Rico? I assume so. Ah. So that's what I kind of put together after I saw that. Yeah. I think. No. Um, unless he just wanted to step in and say, fuck you, Logan Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of people are saying that him. now. Yeah. I lost Again. a lot. Of, I lost so much respect for that guy. It's Again. unfortunate. Oh, you, you lost so much. When, when he went around and showing people hanging from a fucking tree in Japan. No, is because that, is that yeah. when I thought that was nuts, but every, like the redemption story was nah, admirable to story. see it. But the fact, the fact that he redeemed himself, but then, now he is putting himself in a in a place where he's now like he's not real. Like we were talking on the elevator. Like it is so annoying. Fabricated. Like there's so many people who could be sitting in that chair right now in our space, and it's going to be the most surface level conversation. If they did get arrested for dealing drugs, they're not mentioning it. You know, they don't want. It's all surface level. Like I get emails all the time from people. I'm like, hey, this guy really would like to be on your podcast. He can show you how to do consistent 7% growth no matter what the economy is and all this is boring ass shit it's just like people want the real and the fact that Logan Paul is going back on the real after like flip-flopping on the Tate situation that made me open my eyes and you can watch his views went like this and now they're going the other way and so and, and you made a very good point um well I Tate made a very good point that you regurgitated <laughs> no no I'll um, take the claim yeah so <laughs> so Scott you made a very good thank point you, thank you um that he doesn't have fans he has viewers yeah very 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 big difference that people don't realize yeah i was arguing with my friend josh about this because you look at uh, someone like emma chamberlain that's a girl who has fucking fans she i looked at her videos she hasn't posted in seven months but like some of her videos it's cooking that's the title no description and it has 5.6 million views and there's no thumbnail or anything meanwhile you look at someone like logan paul and it's like all caps, yeah. like super done up thumbnail, super energy, all this fake stuff because it's, it's there's a difference between being yourself and then being whatever the algorithm rewards you for doing. But now we're seeing a societal flip where people are not giving a fuck about what's being rewarded. They just want to see something real. So like, um, yeah, but reels being shunned out, reels being shunned out. But, but like I was on, I went off on my Instagram live yesterday about how you cannot allow yourself to become another product of the algorithm because at the end of the day, you're going to forget who you are. Like my friend Josh was, uh, I shouldn't have said his name, but whatever. I was arguing with my friend about this and he was saying how like I should do my thumbnails differently on the podcast and how I should make the titles differently and all this stuff. And I'm like, like for example, I did Iman, uh, with Iman Ganzi or whatever. Yeah. And I found someone else who did a podcast the same day, posted the same day. And this guy like tagged Mo Vlogs in the title, 11 million subscribers. This guy has 30,000 subscribers. Um, and I only have like 6,000 on the podcast. Yet I have 50% more views than him. And it's just like, it's not yeah, all- Yeah, you, you have you have loyal people that, not just dick riders that right. are just gonna click because of a fucking name in the title. And, and that was my point. It's just like a lot of people will approach YouTube or any sort of content thinking like, let me study the algorithm to see how I can, no, 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 no. 
just look at what's missing from the world, authenticity, and then be all fucking authentic. Be yourself. Be like stand for what you actually believe in because yes. once you stop standing for what you fucking believe in, you're going to lose yourself and then you become Logan Paul and you'll just say whatever it is to not, don't cancel me again. That was horrible, you know? But you have no purpose. Yeah. Then what? You just become a... People like Logan, I don't know how he keeps up the retention. Like meaning how he keeps on staying relevant. It's going to fucking get tiring. Mm-hmm. People are going to get tired of him. Yeah. Um, but when? And I found it very impressive. We can't deny that it's very impressive how long this run has been. Insane, especially after the suicide. Correct. Force. Like a lot look of at people Jeffrey Star or Shane Dawson. Yeah. Like, yeah, they still have an audience, but goddamn Shane, Shane is like fucking cats and stuff. And, yeah. you know, they canceled him real quick for that. But yeah. it's just it's very impressive. I won't deny it. Um, it's just how long can you keep going? There's, well, like, there's an end to it. We're talking at the hotel. A lot of people will let the money change them. And it's so refreshing to see someone who doesn't change at all about with the money. You see someone like Sneeko saying the exact same message since he was 13. Yeah. You're seeing someone like Andrew Tate who's getting banned account after account after account on Twitter, but still, can, like he... And like he brought it up, he's like, you know how rich I could have been if I would have like caved to this, 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 and promoted this, this, this. Yeah. But he's like, I didn't think it was good for me, so I chose not to do it. And that is the rarest thing. That's why you see corrupt politicians. That's why you see corrupt media. Because wherever that money is coming from, they get, they're eventually you're going to start catering to them. Correct. Even though you don't have to. Correct. Until yeah. until you go, uh, you know, you go to somewhere like Romania, you don't need that much money to get your way yeah um or you know or, or get you know that much pull needed to do what you want to do very smart yeah very very fucking smart but scott what color is your bugatti <laughs> uh, i get hit with that all the time it'll be blue that's what i was about to say yeah it's it'll gonna be, be blue. blue i'm yeah. very blue especially today yeah, or mine will be purple. That's a big fuck you to you know somebody in Toronto. Do you ever sell? No, oh, yeah, well, I can't <laughs> wait to get into that. So hold on, yeah, let's let's. Uh, oh boy, <sighs> am I gonna air out a bunch of shit? What are you gonna air out? Nothing. We'll get to. What it. are you gonna air oh, out? Oh okay. boy. I guess we'll eventually get there on your timeline. I, I didn't expect to go through the timeline, but I'm glad we are because like oh, I I'm, I didn't know any of that about you. I knew you got arrested, but I didn't know like any about you. Um, but in terms of the timeline. Like we're right at your ClickBank days, which I assume would be about 2019, 2020. And then the pandemic hits. Yeah. How did that change everything? Man, I just fucking did so many drugs you couldn't even imagine. I got got so consumed in doing blow. Were you doing doing drugs like before this or was it? Okay. um, Had you ever done like cocaine before that? No. Uh, I, I did I did Adderall like because yeah. uh, I got prescribed it um, almost but, the same thing. But here's the thing: I went. Uh, I I stayed in the Porsche Tower for like a month or so, a month and a half with like Kevin, David, and whatnot. Like Kevin's one of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, I still talk to him, love him till this day. And for those of you who don't know what the Porsche Tower is, I believe it's the only building in America where you can drive into, into the, the elevator yeah, yeah. and then you drive your car into, into your, your living condo. room. Fuck the yeah. elevator culture. Yeah. Wearing a mask to go on the elevator is not a thing at the Porsche Tower. But yo. Listen, let me tell you this. It was the best fucking time I've ever had. Yeah, this is peak COVID in Miami. Everything was closed. Like 11 was closed at this point. All the strippers would come and party with us. Oh, right. Because like, you're in the fucking Porsche Tower. Where, right. else do you, like, where else do you go? This was like insane. And I was, you know, flying girls out from home to me, like just changing them in and out. Um, and, uh, dude, it was, it was peak. But it was such a means to an end. Mm. And, uh, you know, I was just 
man. Well, what were you doing? For, are you still doing affiliate work at this point? Yeah, affiliate during this? stuff. Okay, so you're doing I, affiliate work. But I was transitioning out. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I had enough money to do what I wanted to do at the time, which yeah. was enjoy. Yeah. Um, but of course, money runs out. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, with, with that sort of lifestyle. Yeah, how much cocaine, I mean, how much money were you spending on cocaine a week? <laughs> God, man. Um, fuck. I remember, uh, I, could, I could tell you a month. Uh, it was probably like 35, 40,000. 35, 40,000 yeah, a month. Could, for how I, many months? A month. No, for how many months? Oh, uh, so like I said, money runs out. Yeah, okay. So I want to, <laughs> we'll get to that. But, um, <laughs> but Porsche Tower, all that. Uh, and then one day I woke up, um, I think I, I, I think I took LSD, shrooms, um, snorting hell Adderall. I was just drinking like crazy. How, much, all, how, how many bloody noses did you get during this time period? Bro, I don't even remember this time <laughs> period. <laughs> so so uh, a lot. But this is, this is what really changed everything. <laughs> And uh, I, I don't even know if like have no I I've said it to Kev before and, and Josue and whatnot but uh, I woke up one day um, random random ass chick in, in the bed right um, and and dude there was there was uh, like there was just like green vomit all over me it it, it was mine <laughs> obviously but here's the thing I didn't <laughs> I even know so. I fucking vomited <laughs> yeah <laughs> I didn't even know I fucking vomited so. Damn, yeah, Thank you, God yeah, I sleep on my side. Right, right. So naturally my brain's like, okay, like I don't sleep on my back or anything. Ooh, that's so, spooky. and that Could day have been I that left. Quick. I was like, all right, I'm out. And then I went home. Um, what happened to the lease? You kept paying? So no, um, I just like, I, I left, Josue took over, uh, like the room and, and yeah. So, I mean, just, it was a six month lease that uh, I think it was under Kevin or, or David's name. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, I love them like brothers till this day. When I was just in Miami, literally last weekend because the hurricane, um, I was with them, like you know, and and it. But I went home, so I digress. I went back home after this, you know, the, the green vomit, um, <laughs> and and um, yeah, I uh, I left one apartment um, and went to a new apartment. Now this is when I started shopdfy.com. Now, here's the thing, is that this is when the blow got way out of hand. Way it out wasn't of out of hand yet? <laughs> no. This, like, when I got home and was just alone, this is when it started getting out of hand because of uh, Shop DFY and, and everything, like, I was running with that. Um, what is it, Shop DFY? I was, it, we were the first Shopify, done, like, done for you automation service. Where oh. We did recurring, but we charged 15K, 25K, and 50K for the packages. Mm -hmm. um, and we would have... Uh, I figured out how to circumvent Facebook, like through multi-login using um, uh, residential rotating IPs. And I have this site and it's still, it's called rentmyprofiles.com where I, oh, would nice. put, I would put out like Craigslist stuff yeah. and people would apply on a type form and I'd be able to just contact them for 55 a week, use their profiles. $55 and, a week? Yeah. What? All right, but here's the thing, These ready? Guys. But I had, um, I had uh, 15 different domains roughly mm -hmm. because each one kept getting burned out on personals. So um, long story short, is this this is the craziest part is i was able to scale that using uh i, I forgot what it was called but it, it essentially gave you um unlimited credit cards to use only for advertising uh, uh funnel dash that's what it was called um and so i got access to funnel dash it would all be debited from you know a, 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 a checking account so what would happen here was man Holy fuck, in like four or five months, we were able to run up like six million collected. Oh my God. But, but here's the thing, uh, is that, it, you know, there's some shit that nobody, like I ever talk about, so I said it's gonna be raw. Oh um, yeah. Everybody talks about IBOs now, right? 
when when people were signing to shop DFY, our whole thing was, you know, we would we would charge you essentially for running the store and doing everything, getting the custom checkout and everything on there. But you would also be the one uh, signing as a merchant processor. We would oh. we would invoice you because it's under Shop DFY. We would invoice you for the services. Yeah, and those that invoice would also include you know um, the, the advertising uh, expenses versus the revenue generated from recurring. You can willingly pay the uh, the um, recurring, right? You didn't have to pay, but if you didn't pay, then uh, we have to stop advertising, right? Because mm-hmm. we're running the advertising. So that was, again, that's why when these individuals and I get really angry and snap at a lot of these people saying, you know, you're not doing IBOs right. Because when you transfer the money from uh, somebody's account, like it directly, without doing it properly, like I kind of just described here, it's a RICO case. Um, it's money laundering. Is that what happened to Ke- um, Kevin Zhang? I don't fucking know what happened to Kevin and Zane. He could suck a dick. Um, <laughs> he tried to sue me for some Twitter, some Twitter posts that I posted. I literally emailed his lawyer back and I said, um, uh, I forgot what it was verbatim. Uh, I have a picture of it. Um, what, it was basically like, uh, I will embarrass you guys. You know that this is not a, uh, this isn't something you can like uh, uh, battle in court. Cause it was like an opinionated tweet. So, right. um, and, and I was like, I literally ended it with, don't ever email me again. But it was reply all with uh, with my assistant Greek, with my lawyer, and, <laughs> and their entire firm. And I could tell it's like one lawyer and a bunch of paralegals. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like a copy and paste, like a legal Zoom type of shit. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but I don't know what happened with him. Uh, but again, these these kids move you know money around. They're 18, 19 years old. And, and I see some of them also promoting like a black hat course on how to do all this shit. Man, when the cards come crumbling down, it's one of the reasons why we moved out because when the cards come crumbling down and they will come crumbling down, those will be RICO cases because how the money is moved. Wait, can you, can, so can you describe that one more time? I'm, I'm So the money, yeah, could you just describe yeah. what's going on right here? <laughs> okay, so what's going on in this space right now is um, individuals, let's say you are TMF'd. So on a match list, you can't process anymore through banks, Stripe, PayPal, nothing. Okay. You're blacklisted for five years. Um, and so- you need a way to process payments, right? So what you'll do is you'll find an IBO, basically somebody who will sign for the merchant processing. Now, all that person needs is like $5,000 in their bank account to prove that they have some sort of money. But that mid cap, which is essentially how much the bank is allowing them to process on a monthly basis, uh, can range from like 50,000 to like a quarter million, depending on the person, uh, how much money they have in their bank account, uh, different factors. Not everybody has the same amount of mid caps, et cetera. So you'll apply to a bunch of different merchant processors, or excuse me, they'll apply to a bunch of different merchant under processors under their name, but you're the one who's getting, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, okay, I see. so it's I essentially see. they're getting paid, but you're the one saying, okay, now wire me the money. Yeah. And that's not how this shit works. Cause that's Money laundering. That's oh, literally the definition of money laundering. Yeah. So, but he, this is the craziest part is that the people that are getting these merchant accounts will inevitably get TMF, but they don't understand how load balancing works and friendlies. Friendlies is essentially, um, go, we'll get real deep into this. Friendlies is when you have to swipe like those vanilla Visa gift cards with a dollar on them to offset the volume of transactions so the chargebacks stay low. Oh, I see. So when the chargebacks are too high, that's when the merchant processors say, all right, we're closing you out, you can't process, we see the fraud happening here. Friendlies are illegal. Um, However, if you 
if you cycle LLCs every 90 days, you can get a, you can get around this. How does that work? Is because roughly on the 90 days plus is when all the chargebacks occur. So if your IBO gets 90 days of processing history and 5K in his bank account, they can keep just submitting new LLCs with the same names relatively. Like if it's Dan's uh, one, two, three, like that's the store name, Dan, one, two, three. They can submit a new LLC that's Dan1234, mm. very similar, and get approved with 90-day processing history that looks squeaky clean because all the chargebacks and everything come in after around 90 days. So the bank's are like, perfect, here's a new one. Keep doing that. You should keep rotating. And then so you so, have more than one mid. So then those mids will just cycle through. I see. Um, but here's, again, like I said, moving that money from this person, and 90% of the time, it's very unknowing. Like the person who's, who's doing this. Yeah. Like I'd imagine a, so. A lot of times it's just, oh yeah, no, here's 10K, don't ask questions, uh, we'll handle everything from here. That's a definition of money laundering. Yeah. So the money gets passed up to, the, you know, to these kids and they're like, all right. But once they burn that IBO and that person, if ever in five years, they wanna go ahead and start an online business, they can't because they're, they're so blacklisted. What happens in terms of like taxes? Because when they get taxed on that at all? Yeah. That's for it's for you to figure out with uh, them. That's fucked up. Yep, that's crazy. And this is the this is the danger that yeah. none of them talk about. None yeah, of them. Because yeah, because as an unknown person, I would have no idea what I'm Correct. getting myself into, and I would just be like, "And how much do people pay people like that?" Um, it, you could pay them like five k, ten k, whatever. Like a month? No, one time, and that's <laughs> it. And that's it. And then, yeah. and then they'll say, hey, let me log into your bank account. We'll log in. But some kids are smart and be like, okay, you need to log in because of IPs just in case shit hits the fan. But it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it really yeah. doesn't matter. If, I, if you asked me when I was 19 and I was in college and I needed money, fuck yeah, I'm saying yes to 10000 you know? I mean, a lot of times it's, it's like grown-ass adults, too, because it's, you wow. know, everybody needs money. Yeah. Everybody, and a free 5, 10K, Most sure. Most people are in desperate situations. Correct. I think, didn't they say like in America, like 60% of people don't have like $600 in order for like an emergency fund? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I didn't know yeah, that. That's really crazy. So, you know, I, you know, and, and what really gets under my gears is that these kids are creating like courses around it. That's insane. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, and I'm out here speaking against it. And then I get fucking maliciously attacked. Like, no, fuck you for like, uh, like saying it's a scam model. What the fuck you mean? I'm the one who has and pays the SEC lawyers, the FTC lawyers. Like, I understand. Well, SEC is not even for this. It's FTC. SEC is, you know, kind of something different now. Um, The FTC is going to fuck you. And I already posted, like, on my story, um, I posted once. And then Ant texted me because our lawyer saw because he follows me. He's like, take it down. Um, I posted the DOJ going after somebody. Specifically for this, for, posting, IBO, yeah. for IBOs and all that. Exactly. He made 1.3 mil in revenue. Bro, if you make 1.3 mil in revenue and you're getting taken down by the DOJ, you're a fucking failure, period. <laughs> like if you make 1.3 over the time that he did getting caught with the IBOs and whatnot, you're a fucking failure. Yeah. Um, and so, and I, mean, and I mean that in the most non-condescending way. If you're going to go down for fraud like that and you only made 1.3, bro, Maybe uh, you should have just done it legit at that point. So again, this is where it comes to operating in the black area, black hat area, yeah. or uh, or in the gray space because yeah. this is open to interpretation. Because mm-hmm. force continuity, depending on how you run your pre-check boxes, a lot of people don't know that you actually need two two boxes. People need to 
uh, consent to the uh, to the subscription, but then another pop up needs to happen, like underneath it. It's like a double opt in uh, that they need to check. It needs to be manually done by them. So both of them are just the second both, one. Okay, both of them. Yeah, a lot of people so are doing that just pre check. Oh yeah, so that's a the big difference. Works. So oh, it works. Oh, it works. Twelve forty seven. Yeah. Right. Who the fuck does everybody think it came from? Because. Me and Bogdan ran hypothetically. Um, we, if we were to ever do it, that's what it would have been. Um, well, hypothetically, I heard someone big doing it, and he was like charging it as like Starbucks, uh, like premium. No, like the name that came through. Oh, on, on the descriptors, Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah. Lot, a lot of people will do that too. I feel like that so, takes it to another level. But it'll be like S T R B K S, like something like that. Yeah, it, it can't ever be exact, or the merchant processor oh, or the bank. Gotcha. Ever, yeah, that's probably what it won't was. ever allow that. But if, yeah. but here's the thing: if they do allow that, you know why all this goes on is because the people underwriting it, like the merchant processors that get the that get the mids they get a kickback of every single transaction. Ah. So of course they have course. 10 clients running in Nutra that are doing a billion dollars in revenue. They get a kickback. Even if it's like half of a percent, half of a percent of a fuck ton of money, yep. still a fuck ton of money. Yeah. So, but again, they don't care until they get uh, investigated. And so many of them do get investigated. Who's that, uh, who's that guy right now that, uh, that, um, Fuck, there's this, there's this one dude uh, that everybody used to work with, um, and he got fucked over in his uh, company. I think I, I know, remember. but I'm not going to say the name just because I don't want to throw out a name then and end up being wrong. Oh, fuck, man. Uh, all right, yeah, I can't remember it right now, but um, I know Preston worked with him. I don't know if that'll throw. I'm, I'm almost certain because I think you told me about it. You did tell me about it in New York. But he he wasn't uh, he wasn't getting uh, it's definitely not then because he wasn't getting uh, that company wasn't getting indicted at the time. Okay, so it's a different. Yeah. Oh, you're telling me a different situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, Good yeah. thing I didn't say that. Yeah. Name yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Like, there's so many merchant processors that are, and that's why when you talk to, oh, oh, <laughs> that's why when you talk to your merchant processors, a lot of these kids. Uh, and I keep saying kids because, like, I, I feel like one of those, like, angry old heads in rap that, like, look at the younger generation and is just like, oh, this old head doesn't know. But, like, you have somebody like J. Cole calling out fucking the Lil Pump situation years before it happened, right? Yeah. So, um, so one thing that people don't talk about are bank pages. So if, you're, if your merchant processor talks about or you talk about a bank page to, like, like in a chat, Skype, whatever it is, WhatsApp, if you talk about bank pages directly, bro, it's it, it, it's essentially admitting to fraud. Mm. That's it. So, and a lot of people don't know what bank pages are. So, bank, is that the statement? No, exactly. So I was, I was actually hoping you'd say that so I could prove my point. <laughs> so a bank page is what you show the bank. So you know how you have the checkout page with the pre-check box? Mm -hmm. There will be another similar site that you show the bank without the checkbox. It'll have all the same products, prices, not the checkbox. There will be products on the site that are equivalent to how much the recurring is. So when the bank goes and looks at the site, they'll be like, oh, okay. Um, I see like the, uh, the, the prices are the same and all that. This is where all the charges are coming from. So what you show the bank and what you actually advertise and where the payments are going are two totally different things. So now you're looking at Rico. Now you're looking at 
Uh, it's fraud. fraud. It's bank fraud. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, like I said, so there's there's a layer of a cake. But again, nobody talks about it. this. I'd, is like those hush hush. Yeah, things. Yeah, I had no idea when it ran this deep. No, these are these hush hush things, and and all the Nutra guys that are doing like 150 plus million dollars a year, are are you know are those are the, the what guys? The, the Nutra guys. What's the, that? Nutraceutical, like um, uh, like the uh, fuck uh, the hemp, like uh, what's a not the hemp shit? What's it called? Delta eight. No, it's like um, uh. What do you like? A, you apply ointment and it, and it makes you feel better. It's CBD. CBD. That's it. Yeah. All those CBD guys. Uh, do you ever see like Oprah endorses this weight loss pill? Mm -hmm. Like those guys. But it's fake. She doesn't actually endorse it. No. Right. No. That's fuck no. Doesn't. Doesn't. I look at Oprah. I'm like, that's probably not someone who's endorsing anything weight loss. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts, man. Yeah. No. But again, that industry runs so deep, and everyone that I see is just uh Nobody, nobody who's doing it at the scale of certain people that I know are going out there and openly talking about it and showing other people how to do it. Right. Because those aren't the guys that uh, want the attention. I remember I was at this um, mastermind hosted by Mark Ling. Mark Ling is a genius. He's from New Zealand. But I met this one guy. He, uh, we were in Hawaii. This is years ago, probably like five years ago or so. Uh, he was on a yacht. I said, why do you, he renounced, <laughs> he renounced his citizenship. I said, why did you renounce your citizenship? He's like, oh, we got into a little bit of trouble. Uh, you know, they tried to investigate me for $350 million. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck did you do? And I didn't know about recurring at the time. How much and all this guy this. worth? Um, fuck if I know. <laughs> but uh, he, at the time, just traveled around, uh, traveled around in his yacht. That's so I sick. guess. Yeah. <laughs> just renouncing his citizenship. And um, that was like my first introduction. But it didn't like connect until years later because it wasn't my realm. Like I was like, all right, like whatever. I'm doing YouTube and drop shipping at the time, not hardcore MMR, MRR and all that. So it was like, and then it all like connected. I was like, hey, I have a question. So what was he doing? Do you remember? It was Nutra. Oh, Nutra. Okay, Nutra, I yeah. see. So Nutra offers. Gotcha. Um, and, but again, the it, it's very prevalent in like China in, in the Asian countries. Mm -hmm. They do um, they do the. Uh, you know, like the male enhancement uh, right. supplements. Right. And man, those guys make bank, disgusting, disgusting money. Because everyone wants a bigger dick, you know? So, yeah. Does it actually work? Why, why are you asking me? <laughs> you seem to know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. I've seen the ads. I don't imagine that could possibly work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially those ads are so sensationalized, bro. It's like I, I three was just inches thinking the same feet, bro. <laughs> like they hold like the Coke cans next to oh. it. And just, it's like, man, fuck. It's either the smallest Coke can or like, <laughs> like something's off here. But those guys are the ones that make a fucking killing because they again they don't have the same rules and regulations when they have their processing over in Hong Kong, Singapore. Wow. They play by different rules and they can. Yeah, just so, like uh, copyright and stuff. That's yeah, so correct. Fake, fake. Yeah. I hear you can go to China and there's actual fake Apple stores. Yeah, right? like it's all fake products, but it's, it has the Apple logo and shit. Can you imagine? It's weird though. In a country like China, I mean, sorry, yeah, a country like China, why would they not be more like they're so strict on everything else? Social credit score, you know, government regulation. But then when it comes to copyright, they're like, whatever, you know, do with what you will. Is it just because of more money? I honestly, I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's a, um, first off, it might be too rampant for them to even catch on. Yeah, there's a ton of fucking people in China. And second, it might be hard for them to validate. 
Yeah. Like, cause it's, it's not like it's going to their equivalent to like a Supreme court or the highest up it can go. Like the FTC, if you will, of, of China, I doubt it gets that far, mm. um, up the chain for them to even do anything. And by the time they do realize or do something, it's probably long gone. Yeah. Like, uh, like those Halloween spirit stores that are up and down and, oh, yeah. you know, like uh, I would assume it's a situation like that because yeah. they fucking spawn out of nowhere. Yeah. That's <laughs> like a genius overnight, model. <laughs> like overnight they're out of. That's a genius model. So, hey, don't get any ideas. No, nah, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> I like, I like having as little like involvement as possible. In, in the term- shadows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, there's so much money to be made on a laptop. Like right now, I have no desire to make money like in a physical store or anything like Me that. Me neither. Now I do regret did, and I don't know if you even thought about getting into this back in the day, but I do regret not getting into COVID tests because they were giving hundred and forty dollars per test that was given out for free. Where the government? Who? The government. They were giving you us These money. Government contracts. So uh, when I was at the lake, you know the Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. So I was driving down there. I was charging my test, and this guy in a blue Lambo pulls up. He's like, "I like your color." I go, "No, I like your color." And we got to talking and he told me how like 2019 he bought, he had two ax throwing businesses in Chicago and uh, he lost both of them when uh, the virus hit. And he's like, I was looking and he's like, I'm trying to figure out who's making money now. And he found out that the government contracts for the testing sites, you know, those pop-up testing yeah, sites. Yeah, yeah, Like those tents. Every test that you got someone to take, the government pay you 140. You could fake that shit so easily. Affiliate marketing to the max, you know? But you didn't even need to fake it. I mean, he posts stories all the time. He, I think he had like, he scaled to like 25 locations in Chicago, making $140 per test a day. And he was posting, the lines would be out the door, especially when Delta came around. So he said that on average, I think he said he was doing like 1,500 to 2,000 tests a day, charging nothing. God damn. 47. Can you imagine if you could, if I could go back in time, like that was so clear, but you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. But it was so clear, but, and, but, but you, you had to know that information, right? Correct. And here's the thing. You would be surprised how much opportunities like that exist right now, but yeah. we don't know about government contract. Government contract is huge. Yeah. Not even just government contracts, just in general. Yeah. Like, you know, one, one thing that you do, uh, like you mentioned before, it's there's stuff that people can do mm-hmm. that they don't know about. Oh, I can't um, wait to talk about talk about all that eventually. So, you know, it's just, it's there's just, so much fucking opportunity, but people are so, it's like a horse with blinders. Yeah. They only see one thing. Yeah. A horse with blinders, yes, of course, you want to stay focused in your lane. However, it's always good to step out. Yeah. Step out, and next thing you know, I completely stepped out, have been in the shadows, like, like you know, and just... Right. Um, you're doing, you're doing something More I've money than I've about. ever fucking made before. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I mean... Now, now my, my biggest thing isn't even money anymore. It's more like, uh, it's more like vendettas. So oh, I'm Jesus. so salty about some shit. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you might need to do go. DMT. <laughs> so. to, I feel like that's a bad way to like approach why you're ma- why you're going for money. Oh no, I, it's not even, I, like I said, it's not about money anymore. So now, so it's is just, it more the power that where you get the vendetta? <clears throat> is it revenge by success? Cause the, I think, yes, revenge I by think success David Goggin said better. that he, he said like, uh, don't search for vengeance, search for torture by success. Yeah. It's more so of that. But I want to for- be I want to be in a certain area, like like in a certain geographical area, twenty four seven. I want ads, I want billboards, I want everything. I want it to be known that oh, okay. if you fuck me over, don't do that. Not gonna lie, I must when I had a really toxic relationship, I thought about running some damn Facebook ads in St. Louis, not gonna lie. I bought a billboard once. You bought a billboard once? Yeah. Was really, it over really, a girl? Yeah, really fucking toxic. What I, was it? 
What was it? What'd she do? The billboard? What? What was the billboard? It was just me. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you, I thought it was like her name. Like imagine. Oh you, no, it was me. You dox her. It, it was, it was, it was specifically for uh, like an e-commerce thing at the time. Cause I can write it off. So, but it was, it was placed right in front of her. Uh, right That's in front hilarious. Of it's just you thought with the, thumb. it was just and, and like an e-com dude's ad. Man, I am going to do that before I leave St. Louis. Cause so, I, I have a certain location. I can put that at. Bro, it. it but again, you can write it off if it's like... I'll write it off. It's a flex. Yeah, I'll put my, you I'll know put my website lived, there too. Because she lived with her boyfriend that she left me for. Yeah, so... So I know he saw it. So the current situation with this one girl, goddamn, I haven't talked about this publicly at all, but like... You go first and then This situation, fucking... super toxic, you know, whatever. Um, but I, I met up with her recently. Obviously, he doesn't know about this, but I hope he's watching this. But I found Fuck out... Him. Dude, she went from like, you know, me or whatever to like now she's paying for like his rent. Now she's paying for the bills and she's working 12 hours a day at the restaurant. Guess what? Got him a job at the restaurant. And she's all like, well, like I'm trying to like I'm trying to get him to get a better job, but he just has no motivation. I'm like, this guy's a baby. This guy's a baby. He's so a like, fucking loser. What are you talking about? A baby? Exactly. A loser. That's what I said. This guy literally like this guy probably was coddled by his mom his entire life. And he's looking for another female to coddle him. And you're the female. So I'm, that's a great idea. I'm going to put that billboard right in front of their new place <laughs> every single day with my website, just making money off of it. And you should. That's hilarious. Should. It's a petty move. Man, this is, that is so funny. Yeah, I wouldn't think about that. Boy, now that we're on the topic of women. Yeah. What's been going on with you? Oh, I think this is the spiciest part of the podcast <laughs> now. So where do we leave off in the car? Um, hmm. Well, Ibiza was a very fun trip. Yeah. Now... I know oh, that's right. I know. I know. Some yeah. people are quivering that are going to watch this podcast so right now. Give the people the recap of what you told me in the car, and I'm like, hold it for the podcast. Hold it for the podcast. <laughs> All right. So, I um, God, where did I where do I even start? First thing, um, brought all my friends out to to Ibiza. I spent like like I told you like 120 thousand for no, us to just. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> no, yeah, spent 120 thousand for the villa, all the parties, like over for, what length of time? Five days. Five days. So we, there was security with us 24-7, uh, two Range Rovers all the time. Like, we, I went out because we had such, such a successful year. Mm -hmm. I was like, let's just have fun. Um, so, you know, when I went to uh, when I went to Ibiza, it was because I was talking to this girl for a, a really long time. Um, and she went to Portugal with her friends. Or she was going to a Europe, European trip with her friends. And then we were supposed to rendezvous in Ibiza. I was like, all right. Um, so she was in Portugal, um, and her, and her, first off, she, like, I told her, I'm sorry, I'm going to retract, like, cause that's how I am. One of, all I know is from a previous girlfriend, um, you know, she went to Europe and I ended up finding out that she cheated on me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to me, my only experience is when I'm with a girl, if she were to go to Europe, it's all I know of just being cheated on and it hurts. So I was like, I'm sorry if I retract, I don't mean to, you know, portray it on you. And then she was like, no, I promise like all this. She was, she oh, was that like, was a previous one who did that. Which one, which one? So no. you said before, like a girl went to Europe. And a a on previous you. girlfriend went to Europe and cheated on me. But the one I was talking to that went to Portugal with her friends, I told her that, um, that like, I'm going to retract from her because of my previous experience. I see. If she goes to Europe. Right. Which she did. So she promised me, she was just like, no, no, no. Like I'll see you in Ibiza. And uh, verbatim, she goes, she's like, this booty will be waiting for you in Ibiza. I'm like, all right, bet. So bro, motherfucker. First day she's there. She went to rolling loud, Portugal. 
her friend posted a fucking story of her with some dude. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Bro, I saw red. I I was just like, all right. And this is when this is when the this is really when Ibiza came to fruition. I was like, I am going all out and I'm going to make sure that she's there. But I blocked her. I was like, all right. Yeah, why did you block her if you had if you plan on going through with the trip? Because I know how I am. I am uh Oh, you like you couldn't hold it in. I would blow up on her. And that's a that's a me problem. Yeah. Um and so a few days before I was taking off to Ibiza with my friend Matt. Matt's going to be a very important fucking role in this. And I can't wait for it. <laughs> so, um probably like 2 3 days before her friend uh her friend Messaged me and says, oh, and Rosie said, oh, fuck, I said her name. She's like, oh, and whatever, fucking go. She's like, oh, she says hi. I was like, all right, bet. Um, so I unblocked her. And so, we, you know, we get to talking. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll see you, uh, I'll see you in Ibiza, basically. And hold on, you said her friend said that she says hi. Yeah. What, what, did, what was she thinking that when she tried to text you, it would go green? I texted her. Oh, oh, wait, what do you mean? Like, did she try to contact you while she was blocked? I think so. And then what do you think about that? That's what I never understood. I think she knew that I knew, but couldn't ever confirm it. Yeah. Because she never brought it up. And it's going to be very important why I said she never brought it up. So let's fast forward. We get to Ibiza. Security picks us up. First thing I do, because she's already there. Because she went from Portugal to uh, Barcelona, uh, Madrid, and then, uh, and then Ibiza. She's with her friends. So, all right. Landed. I was like... Colin, take me to, take me to Old Beach and just pour me a bunch of alcohol because I know how this day is gonna go. Got there, thirty minutes. Let's go. Pour me a bunch of alcohol and I'm about to get on a cycle, bro. No, <laughs> not even a cycle, bro. Fuck it. I would have run a cycle. Would have ran through that <laughs> fucking everybody. Any would have been fucked. Um, so, so I ended up meeting up with her at the village, copping an attitude and whatnot. But I decided to. Uh, I, I still, you know, took Adderall. Um, and me and Adderall and tequila isn't a very good mix. Are you supposed to like drink on Adderall is, or is that? A, I don't fucking know. I oh, do. Okay. Um, I know what the combo was. So pretty lethal with me. Um, so, <laughs> so we go to Ushuaia. This is like a real, like one of the biggest clubs in Ibiza. So we get there and I'm already pretty much hammered. So I get really emotional and very angry when I'm hammered at this point. I just take the security and I'm just like, yo guys, come with me. I look at her. I said, come with me. We're go we walk out to the beach. Um, I sit her down. What time right? is this? Probably like six, 7 PM. Sun's still so, up. So, yeah. Sun's still up. Uh, kind of like sunset ish, if you will. I sit her down. Um, I'm in a position where like she's, she's sitting and I just kind of like get down to her level. I just look at her and I'm pretty drunk, but I remember this so fucking vividly because of how bad it hurt. So I just looked at her in the face. I said, I know what happened. You want to admit it? She's like, nothing happened. I said, try again. She's like, nothing happened. So we went for five minutes. Then it went to, I don't want to talk about this here. The moment she said that, I was just like, all right, now sure. I'll get my answer. You should have brought the lie detector test so, with you. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> what am I, uh, who is it? Uh, the Kardashian Mom. So anyway, um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, different story. My ADD. Um, but I asked her again and I just said, I, I know I didn't, 
I didn't know 100%, but I had the stories saved. Meaning she could have been, like, she could have fucked him. She could have done whatever, right? That yeah. obviously I can't confirm. Yeah. Um, but I'm not dumb. Uh, so where it hit was she, after 10 minutes, it went from nothing happened to, uh, I don't want to talk about this here. Then I got it. It was an accident. Oh. Bitch, did you fucking trip and fall into his mouth? What do you fucking accidentally goddamn trip onto his dick? How does that fucking work? Like, shit, bro. I was so angry, but at the same time, I knew about it. And I planned this Italian girl to fly in because it was a big fuck you. So I picked her up at 10 p.m., because I flew some Italian girl from Milan out, like this beautiful girl, beautiful, like she's a model, um, to let her stay at the house. Because it was, and again, this is the plot twist, is I just wanted to see if she'd tell me the truth. Like Rosie would, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, see if she'd tell me the truth. Um, yeah, I mean, she, she did. And uh, I flew this girl in. It was already pre-planned as a big fuck you, because I already knew, like, the truth. So, um, bet. Now, this is where things get fucking crazy. Um, I fucking go crazy on everybody in the house, just start fucking yelling at everybody, because I was pissed off at everybody. Like, I just saw red, and, and you know, I apologize to everybody who had to deal with me at the house, because holy fuck was it a sight to be seen. Um, Next morning, whatever, I'm in bed hungover as shit. Uh, the girl from Italy was with me. and But the night previous, when I was like losing my shit on everybody, <laughs> the girl that I wanted, right? Not the girl I flew in from Italy. The girl that lied to me, she was just straight up, um, well, not even present. She went to sleep. But I was so angry that I fucking went upstairs and got her a blanket and then came back down and put it on her, like tucked her in. What? I was, yeah, I was like... Uh, it's not like I didn't care about her. So, <laughs> so I know, bro. I'm telling you, my emotions are yeah, it's that's really nuts. bad. But I went upstairs and I saw the Italian girl and Matt in the same bed. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I don't I didn't want the Italian girl. She was just there. And I and I told her straight up on text. Uh she's like, she asked me, Am I just going there so you can go ahead and uh you know, like um use me to make your ex jealous? I was like, Yes. Yes. And but like she liked me, the Italian girl liked me. I was just like, I'm not interested. Um, I had other, I had my eyes set on else. Um, so, <clears throat> so all this transpires, I get back in my bed, I kick, I kick uh, Matt out of the room, like get the fuck out. Um, so, oh no, excuse me. No, he stayed in my room. I went back downstairs to go lay with, with, with the, uh, drunk girl, you know, the what drunk girl, the, um, I can't say her name. Uh, the Italian girl? No, the Italian girl's with the mat upstairs. The girl that... It, like, the girl that cheated. Oh. So, you know, the one that I like. Um, so I end up just fucking... I packed all my shit, bro. I'm the best drunk packer. So I pack all my shit, and then I just go downstairs. I just, I just sit at the pool. At this point, I'm sobering up. I sit at the pool. I just start crying, like, bawling my eyes out. Like, man, this fucking sucks. With all your stuff? Yeah, with all my stuff. And, and you're paying for everything? That, but here's the thing. This is where shit gets fucked. All right? So... <laughs> I just, at this point, I didn't even want to leave, like, get a flight and be out. I wanted to so bad. 
I was like, I'm too tired. So I just go into the room and just sleep right next to her. Didn't even do anything, just slept right next to her. Um, and then I woke up in the morning. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm great. Um, so I just was so, dude, the rest, I was just like, man, this fucking sucks. This all fucking sucks. Um, and then uh, and, and then, like, things transpired, um, whatever. We were cordial, essentially, the entire rest of the trip. This is not how I expected it to end. But last week. Oh. Like, oh wait, so, so when was this trip? Two months ago. Okay. Um, so last week, during the, during the hurricane, right, uh, Matt came, and Ant was there, uh, and the, you know, my CEO, um, told Matt, come to Miami, you know, we have this crib, whatever. Something transpired with, with uh, somebody arguing about Matt, because, you know, some people don't really like others, so I'm like, this, squash it. Like, obviously, you know, it's kind of like, like the end. Right. Um, and then one of the kids decided last minute he didn't want to squash it. I saw, I saw Red. I was like, who the fuck are you? I said, like, fuck off. Because um, it made me really angry. Because I went to bat for Matt because Matt was always like, has always been a very good friend. And, um, and I didn't know this other kid for like, I maybe knew him for two weeks, maybe three weeks. I met him through Anthony. But Matt, I've known for years, years. And so I stuck up for Matt so much and I put Anthony down, uh, like just kind of like belittled him. Cause I was like, I told you to fucking handle that situation. I was like, cause I handled Matt and it was squashed on Matt's side. I made sure of that. And so, um, you know, I, I thought Ant like squashed that and whatnot, but I go back to the house. I just angrily leave. We just leave, live me and Matt just leave, live. I'm like, fuck this. We have the table right next to the fucking DJ. I'm like, fuck this. Meanwhile, the girl from Canada, the girl from Toronto, mm -hmm. Ibiza girl, is there. She flew in with her cousin, and I just ignore her the entire time. I just have, like, this animosity because she only hit, she, she fucking ignores me for, like, five days, magically hits me up the moment she lands in Miami. How the fuck does that work? How are you going to tell me you care about me for so long? Ignore me, only pop up when it's in your favor? Fuck Trying off. Trying to get that table. Fuck trying to get that free ride just like that 20k and fucking eat that i sent the trips to turks and caicos how much like, money do you think you spent on this girl probably like 200k damn i think that's low end but um i don't really i don't really think it's even about the about the money i flew her and her friend out to new york fucking partied at tau got like <laughs> the entire fucking floor of hotels because one of my friends, Mateo, puked in one of the beds. I'm like, fuck. Like, I had to keep buying, like, hotel rooms. I think at the end of the day, her friend had one. I had one. Uh, Mateo had one. I got one for Matt. I got one for her. Um, it was, like, five or six hotel rooms. All right, fuck it. Like, whatever. But it's not It's not about the money, bro. It's, it's just about, like, I, I don't regret it money-wise. I regret the fact that, you know, I thought she cared. That's why I would went above and beyond. So let's go back to Miami, okay? So me and Matt go back after the argument at Live. And so 
Ant comes, Anthony comes back home later on. Oh, I, I want to make this very clear. Anthony's girlfriend is this girl's best friend. Which girl's the Toronto? Yeah. Okay. This is her best friend. And they met because of the visa. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I want to preface that. Uh, so I get Ant comes and we get into an argument and he lets something slip. He let something slip about Matt, Matt Sabia. I want to emphasize that. He was like, he was like, you go up to bat for Matt so much, but nobody ever told you. Or he didn't even say it like nobody ever told you. He just said, yeah, but you didn't fucking know that he tried to fuck your girl. I was like, huh? What do you mean? He's like, yeah, when you were, when you were upstairs, like sleeping or something, he was trying to fuck, <laughs> he was trying to fuck the girl in, in Ibiza. And I'm just like, Huh? Like, I, I put you on. I did everything for you. Like, bro, tag your sponsor. You know what I mean? So, but why the fuck was it kept a secret from me f by everybody? Why did nobody ever fucking tell me until, until that shit blew up? So I confronted Matt about it. It was a whole same spiel. So I went to a mutual friend, Jamie, who I knew cut relationships off with Matt. And I didn't know exactly the situation. Matt basically tried to, <laughs> so many words, just trying to finesse his wife. I was like, oh, this is a classic. This is a typical trend. But I also knew Matt talked to two other girls that I was talking to previously. But I also like was like, all right, here, yeah, you should talk to them. Like, go for it. Because I didn't like them. But he knew this one was off bounds. Um, and I was just like, that is when I lost my shit. And turns out, I, I sent it. I sent it to her, like the text. I was like, "So, you weren't going to tell me this either. Like, is everyone going to keep me in the dark? Like, it's not like I didn't do everything for you, and you're not even having the courtesy or decency to fucking tell me anything." I was like, "How am I giving everything to everybody, and I'm the one who still gets fucked over in the end?" And then people wonder why I'm jaded and an asshole. Because when I do let people in, I'm the one who ends up getting fucked over always. Put everybody on. I have to carry myself out the mud. So did, did anything end up happening? Like, do you know the details of the situation? As far as I know, everyone still wants to keep me in the dark. So oh, so that's all he said? He's like... No, he, he called her. He, he, Matt called the girl. They talked. She has yet. She doesn't even want to talk to me. For you no show, fucking reason. You showed me a picture of them, right? Yeah, he was, you saw him kissing her. Like, on the fucking head, though. But, like, it was the only photo that's... But I wasn't there. I'm paying for it all. It's on my fucking card. I wasn't there. I wanted to sleep. Because yeah. I'm upset about the situation previously. But you guys go have a fun time. But I'm the one who gets fucked over in the end. I'm just like, when do I win? So like when I have this condescending and jaded tone, it's it's more it comes from a place of hurt. Yeah. I don't think you need this drama in your life. I think you're in a position where... Like, to, to put that in your life, dude, it just seems like it's very damaging. So damaging. And you, like you said how you're saying, like, um, why is it happening to you when, like, you're paying for everything and no one told you? It's like, I feel like when you, when you become the guy who's supplying everything, no one wants to be the person to upset you. And that's It's all issue. yes men. It's all yes men. That's it. You don't need it. Like, all the stuff you told me about, you don't need this. And you don't need that drama. Try, like, I'm just looking for love. Maybe just, you know. Just want, just want to be loved. Do you think um, 
are you in some ways either consciously or subconsciously attracted to toxic traits? I am the toxic trait. You are the toxic trait? I am the toxic well, I mean, this girl obviously has something to do with it, too. She has toxic traits, too. But it's like, it, it, uh, is I, there I a will. desire there that you actually enjoy it? Because when there is that toxicity, I know for a fact, the, like you just said, you're up and down the emotions. The emotions are super intense, super crazy. It's a lot to do with bipolar, but it's not an excuse. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, when, when Kanye go, goes off, yeah. I understand, but it's no excuse. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she's, she's not the toxic one, for sure. I, I'm definitely the toxic one, and I know that. That's because I blow up on I blow up on situations because that's how that's all I know how to do. I, I can, I'm not very good with emotions. It's it's one extreme or the other. But my my the the whole like where the hurt stems from was do not I dude I swear to God I gave her it, in the beginning when we started talking I said I know you're gonna leave. I was like everybody does. I was like I know how this works. I'm not gonna be surprised. But she reinforced it constantly. Like always trying to FaceTime me, always this, like uh, like always trying to be around. I was like, oh, okay. like you know, maybe it's different. Um, don't fucking tell me you're gonna stay there and be around when I like. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. I say just cut her out of your life because that seems like the source of. I can't even cut her out. She cut me out. <laughs> I mean. But, no, but I'm, no, I mean, no, no, no. But you said she's like says that she'll be there. She'll stay around. But she didn't. But if that's she my does, point. But if she does, she won't. But if she does, are you open to the fact of talking to her again? I I don't know. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, no, no, we'll cross no. that bridge when we no, get there. No, that means yes. No, but I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't. You know, talk all this shit, and then th- it comes to point, bro, where it's like I, like I said, she's not the toxic. She's actually the opposite of toxic. That's why she doesn't want anything to do with me. Um, I am the toxicity, and I know that. But it's because I handle my emotions differently. But that's no excuse. Yeah. So, do I, you know, do I regret how I handled some things? Yeah. But I also, the thing is, is I know what I do. I'm very toxic. I blow up. Um, never anything physical or anything, right? But I, uh, I mask it with money. Yeah. That's what I do. I will shower you and everything. I'll bring bring a fucking Turks. Give you twenty racks and a fucking flowers. Yeah. And then uh, do every like fly you and your friends places. Do you think that sends the wrong message? It does. So why do you do it? To cover something up. I I what I I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm very well aware of how bad of a toxic person I am, and uh, I'm self aware. But whether or not I actually want to do something about it is on me. And that's where my fault is. Yeah. And then I harbor this animosity when it has nothing to do with the actual person. Maybe there was just no clarity in between what I thought we were and what actually was. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, it hurts. Yeah. Well, it all hurts because of the whole situation where it was all kept a secret from my best friend since fucking high school. Right. Like, aunt, you know, and, and we talked about it and we reconciled it. But Matt, no shot. Yeah. No shot. I'll ever fucking give you a chance. I fucking hate you. Um, with everything, I will make sure Every single step of the way, I will blackball the fuck out of you. There'll be some billboards getting put up near his neighborhood, yeah? Bro, just don't let me find out who his girlfriend is. You better keep her in the dark like Drake did with fucking Adonis at very first. Oh, yeah. Because trust me, karma's a bitch. Tanya, we're living in a world where everything is so fake 
fabricating everything, the toxic relationships and all those emotions you describe are such real feelings. I think a lot of times we get addicted, especially myself, get addicted to those feelings because it's like so extreme. Like when I was, what I, what I was going through, like, I don't, I'm not going to get into the details, but like, uh, I feel like on YouTube or whatever, everything I was like posting a bunch, and then like this girl gets introduced into my life. And you stop posting. <laughs> and then I stopped posting because so much of my energy was going to something like that. And like, uh, you know, viral TikToks about shit went viral, like huge invasions of privacy. With you? Yeah. Huge really? invasions of privacies, uh, accusations of sex cults, uh, actual animal sacrificial cults. With you? Not with me, but with the people who are involved in the situation. This is why, like, I, I don't really want to get into the details, but there was so much shit that went down. It's just insane. That's fucked, man. Why are you sacrificing animals? I'm just kidding. I'm not. No, no. no it's just like I'm people not just involved. My friends. Like, yeah, like family, uh, you know, uh, hooking up with family members, like... Friends. Yeah, I mean, if you got a hot cousin, you got a hot cousin. Not me. No, I'm just Not me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was just like that whole thing. But it was just like that whole that whole time's a blur. Like my, Miami, huge blur. But I never Same. made more. I never made more money in my entire life while this was happening. So like we were talking about, you combine tons of money with tons of toxic toxicity, it will make a person go fucking insane. Deep shit. So it's best to cut out the toxicity and put that into money. Right, put that into the business. Put the energy because the energy is everything. Correct. The energy is everything. It's it's you know about kind of the mindset. I guess now we pivot over to the business side of stuff. Well, yeah. So that's the thing about business is like business is pretty much no emotion. No. So it makes sense when you pair like extreme money from business and extreme emotions from relationships. It's no wonder those two go together so well because like you're making so much money, but like at a certain point you you don't feel. yeah, Yeah, you don't feel. You know, there's nothing you can't do, and you don't feel anything. Like you can catch any flight to go anywhere to see anyone and bring have them yeah, to, you. to bring them to you. So it doesn't, but like I, on the strictly business side, it's such a dumb, like I wouldn't say dumbed down, but it's such a neutral thing where you like biz, there's the business you and there's the relationship you. And like you seem to be like right in between those two constantly battling back and forth. Always. And here's the thing. You will never be able to out earn your habits with a situation like that ever. Ever. You could be making a lot of money, but you could be making a quarter mil and still spend like two seventy five. Yeah. But you're still gonna make a quarter mil the next month, so it doesn't really feel like you're losing. Yeah. It's just like money's rotating in. But yeah. like it's so it it slowly starts to creep in where you spend that two seventy five, but your two fifty now becomes two twenty. But the two seventy five is still there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the money that you spend will eventually outweigh the income you're making because your time where it's being put. Mm-hmm. So then you become to this crossroad where, goddamn, the money starts to slow down. And where the fuck does this significant other go? Everyone needs to understand something. There's always somebody with a bigger boat. That's why you can't get it. You, that's why, in my opinion, you shouldn't be doing spending all this money. Because that's going to attract the people who want to be attracted by all this money. But what else do I know? Uh, that's a good question. Because you've been making money since, like, you dropped 18. out of high school. Yeah. I didn't go to, like, I didn't have the struggle of everybody having to go through the college phase mm-hmm. or having to bus, as an example. Mm-hmm. I went straight to, fu- like, my first oh, car like, was an I-8. You never had a job? No. Wow. I worked at Burger King when I was 17 for two weeks, and then I left. Well, at least, yeah. Or, least, no, no.